Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 295, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, I've been away for a little bit. I, I didn't plan on being away this long, but I've been away for a little bit. I uh, did some speaking in Northern California. I've been speaking at a camp called Hume Lake for about... Uh, about 12 years. It's beautiful. It's up in Kings Canyon, up by the Sequoia National Park. It's gorgeous up there. So spoke up there, and then from there drove to San Francisco. Spoke at a church in San Francisco, and that was so cool. I uh, got to spend a couple days in the city, in the Marina District. It was really cool. Uh, the church that has us come out, they just are so kind to us, so kind. And so they got us this awesome Airbnb in the Marina, and just like a block and a half from the water. It was amazing. I got to do my walk and kind of quiet time just walking up and down, you know, views of the bridge and Alcatraz. And I mean, it was amazing. So I did that and then drove back. Let's see. This would have been last Monday. Drove back, did the, it was about 11 hour hike uh, back to Phoenix, did that. And then I spoke at another church the next night. So that's Tuesday. Spoke at a church out here in the Valley on Tuesday. And boy, I tell you what, my mind is real sharp. My mind is real sharp, but my body's like, "Uh uh-uh, man, you're old. Like, all done with that. Like, you, you know, so I think I spoke 11 times, 11 sermons in eight days. So it was, uh, I enjoy speaking, but it was quite a, uh, a speaking thing. And then the weather here in Phoenix has been real fun in the fact that most nights when I come out to record... It's like right now, it is about to storm. You're starting to hear the wind come in. The the big clouds are coming in. It's like telling, in Phoenix, in, in this time, that's like, hey, just to let you know, I'm going to pour down some rain on you, which it's kind of been good. I mean, the grass is green, even though it's been, you know, 105 degrees out. So grateful for that. But every time I come out to record a podcast, it just starts storming or, you know, lightning. Patty's like, you're not going out there. I know you got to do this podcast, but you're not going out there. So Thank you for your patience, those of you who listen on a regular basis. Those of you who are tuning in uh, just some random day, welcome to the podcast. So glad that you are here. So grateful for all of you who continue to listen. And a huge thank you to all of you who continue to make this podcast happen. I really, really appreciate it um, that your your donations are helping pay for all the different platforms and the different tools that I have to use in order to be able to do this. So I just want to say thank you so much for being a donor and taking care of this podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Okay, our passage for today, 2 Corinthians 4, 7. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. I think I'll probably do a few passages here in 2 Corinthians because as I was working through it, I was like, whoa, this is so good. It is so good. So 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says this, but we have this treasure in jars of clay. To show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. I'll read it again. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. So here's the other part of the story. So I get home. I told you my body was like, "Uh uh-uh, all done. So I go to the office. 
on Tuesday, and then I speak Tuesday night. I was feeling tired on Tuesday, but I was fine. Wednesday, I woke up, and I was just so exhausted, like so exhausted. But I'm not somebody who kind of backs down from exhaustion. I just kind of grind through it, and that's kind of been my go-to for most of my life. Well, Thursday, woke up with a fever, and I stayed home, which I don't do. I, I just, I'm usually like, it's just a fever. This is no big deal. But then, you know, I didn't want to get anybody sick and I wasn't sure if it was COVID, which it wasn't. So I got a fever and I was so bent out of shape about it, you know, and Patty was like, listen, dude, people get sick. But I was like, but I don't, you know, I don't get sick. And what I'm finding is like my head, my mind is very sharp, very strong, but my body's like, dude, you got to stop. And I, I actually rested on Thursday. I didn't want to, wasn't happy about it, but I rested. Here is something that Paul is inviting us into. We just live in these bodies that are jars of clay, right? This isn't who we, this is who we are. This isn't who we really are, right? We're in this interesting period of church history, a period of time which is called the already but not yet. He has already come. His kingdom is here, but it's not yet fully complete, which means we don't we we still cry, we still have pain, we still have hurt. This is what Paul is explaining to the to this church in Corinthians. And if you know anything about the church of Corinth, like Paul comes after him, he's actually pretty stern in these letters to them. And what's happening is they're going through some suffering, some really difficult times, and they're struggling through like what is it to follow the Lord? when things are kind of falling apart and difficult. And so Paul, I, I love the way he says this. One, that, that we are these jars of clay, where there's just these very fragile things. Like if you think about a jar of clay, you're not thinking powerful. You're not thinking, you know, you're not thinking, oh, it'll withstand the storm. No, you're going like, no, don't, you need to protect it. Like you have to care for it. Like, you have to be very intentional. You can't just, you know, sometimes like kids around like cups full of water, you're just like, ha ha ha. I'm the guy at a restaurant when somebody like has their glass too close to their hand when they're talking, or if it's too close to the edge of the table, I'm the guy who will move it. Like, I'm like, something's bad gonna happen, right? Something's gonna happen here. And it's kind of like that. Like, you have this image of like the way that Paul is saying is we're just very fragile people. (laughs) And she sees really fragile people, but he says this this is a treasure. I love a treasure, right? I'm sure you like a treasure. There's a treasure. There's a treasure in this jar of clay. This very fragile thing that we call our bodies, we call life. There is a treasure in that jar of clay. And so, one, I think that this is a wonderful place to say this. You are a fragile person. Do you know, like, without sleep, you die, Without water, for just a short period of time, you die. Without food, you die. You know, we look at our dogs, like we love our dogs, uh, and we go, gosh, you got to feed them. You got to take care of them. We're not much different, right? We're just, we need the same things as dogs do, you know? We need some affirmation, you know, good boy, good boy. You know, we, we need some of that. And it's just this indication that we're just not as strong and powerful as we think we are. And I think that's a good recognition for maybe you today it's just you may have a lot of money you may have a lot of power you may have a really awesome position you might be a big deal right and you might be but you're just fragile you're just a jar of clay but there is this treasure inside of you and it's almost like Paul's going like hey where's your focus is your focus on the fact that you're really kind of a 
fragile, weak thing? Or do you continue to convince yourself that you're super powerful and I got it all figured out and I'll do it? And like I told you in my story, I think that's a part of my problem. Part of my problem is I just hate feeling weak. Like I hate feeling sick and it makes me feel lazy. It makes me feel useless. Like I literally sat on the couch last Thursday and I watched a show all day. And I just felt like what a waste of time. What a waste of flesh that I have right now. Like I want to do something. I want to get after it. And it's almost like the Lord's like, listen, you're just a jar of clay. It's okay. Like just deal with that weakness. Deal with that brokenness. But he's like, listen, there's a treasure in there. There's this thing that is so powerful, that's so strong, and it's Christ in us, what? The hope of glory. The hope of glory. He's helping us reframe the way we see ourselves and go, you're just not as strong as you thought you were. That we are fragile human beings. These bodies that we have are in atrophy. They're just every single day. And listen, at 45, I'm okay to admit it, my body is not as strong. My energy is not what it was. I get tired at 10 o'clock. I want to go to bed. I don't. If you're going to come over and hang up my house, 10 o'clock, and my eyes start getting real sleepy, right? I want to go to bed. I want to crash. I want to unwind, right? And I'm finding myself, like, that's frustrating for me. Somebody who's been a driver, a mover, a shaker. And Paul's like, it's okay. Like, it's okay to be weak. It's okay to admit this, but don't forget this treasure that lives inside of you. He's what what matters. He's where the focus can be. And here's what, what he's trying to say. Oh, but there's a surpassing power there. Oh, surpassing power. Oh, yeah, multiple power. Power upon power lives inside of us. That's why Jesus is like this. Hey, hey, check this out. I need to go away so the helper comes, and you're going to do even greater things than I did. So how is it? So much of scripture. I love this so much. So much of scripture is creating these paradoxical ideas for us to really work and struggle through. We are very weak, but because of this treasure that lives in us, we're strong. We're powerful. We have a surpassing power. But what happens is, is we misplace the power. This is what Paul's trying to say. Oh, no, no, no. You just keep misplacing the power. You think it's all about you. Do you think it's about your strategy? You think it's about your plan, your budgeting? You name it. You think it's about your health. You think about your workout. And it's, those things aren't bad things. But if you're trying to go, I want to be more powerful, you're, you're misplacing things. Misplacing your, your reality, what's really true. And what he says is this. All oh, the surpassing power. From who? Uh, it belongs to God. <laughs> it's God's and it's God's to give and guess what God's doing Paul's going he gives it to us think about that God is releasing to us a surpassing power meanwhile we live in these jars of clay just these very fragile bodies these very fragile emotions we're just fragile people but we have a surpassing power from God it belongs to God, and he's like, he wants to remind us, it's not from you. It's not in your own ability. It's not in your own strength. John 15 is, is this passage about, uh, about abiding in Christ and about uh, he is the vine, we are the branch. And he says this, without me, you can 
do nothing. Nothing. And here's the straight up conversation. There's so much of us that are trying to do something, but actually it's nothing. And it's why you're so exhausted. It's why you're so worn out. You ever you ever just constantly feel tired? And I wonder if you're trying to do something when it's really nothing because you're trying to do it without him. You're trying to do it without the treasure. You're trying to do it without the power that belongs to God. You're trying to do it all on your own. And here's where I keep getting confronted in my own life. I do this all the time. I hate feeling weak. That's what it was this week, last week. I hate feeling sick. I hate feeling useless. I want to I want to start something. I want to make something powerful and strong and it's like he just it's almost like I, I feel like sometimes he allows me to go through sickness to go, Jeff, come on. It just took a little fever to crush you. <laughs> a little a little microorganism got in your body and you just fell apart. And it's true. And how quickly we forget what fragile beings we are. And how quickly we forget what that we're jars of clay. And what how quickly we take our focus off the one who is strong. The one who sustains us. That business deal that you're working on, guess what? It's God's. <laughs> it's God's. Those meetings you hate to go, they're God's. You know, you got to do a presentation. It's God's presentation. Last night, I had a, we had a dinner, a donor dinner. And man, it spun me out. Man, it's God's presentation, Jeff. Yeah, you can tell stories and you're pretty articulate about how you kind of can flow through things, but you're 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 off. You you think all the power and it's from you and it's not. And I have to go, Lord, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I keep forgetting this. And so I just think like for you, if you're in a space or a place where you feel weak, it's okay. Remember who the power belongs to. And remember who you are. You are both broken and powerful. And the power belongs to the Lord. And he wants to use that brokenness for his glory. He wants to display his glory through your your brokenness. And I, I, I think this. I, I think these human vessels, they'll either break under the pressure of this world or they'll learn to praise because we know where the power comes from. It comes from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so the question is this, where could you praise instead of complain? You know, complaining tends to be this place that goes, hey, make this right, as opposed to, no, 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 I'm taking on my natural dis- disposition, which is weakness. And I need to praise you because you're the one that is strong. All the power belongs to you, not to me. And so I need to learn to praise and, and remember where the power comes from. Father God, you do such a great job of reminding us how frail we really are. Would you teach us to continue to abide in you for your glory and your honor? So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.